Prince the Musical. <laughs> okay. Imagine if it were though. Uh, if it would be a good musical. Anyway. <laughs> Don't want to start off fighting already. I think it would be a good musical. I disagree. No. Okay, no. anyway, introductions, right? <laughs> okay. Well, welcome to the first episode of How Would You Have Done It? The podcast where we talk about uh, contentious television show endings and what we did and didn't like about them and how we would have done them differently. Uh, this is our first episode, so I'm just going to break down what the format will be. We're going to be in... Uh, four different segments. The first segment is a brief review of the show that we're talking about and how it ended. The second one will be, how do we feel about it? What did we like? What didn't we like? And then the third will be, why didn't it turn out that way? Were there any pr- post-production, pre-production things that made it turn out the way that it turned out? Mm-hmm. And lastly, how would we have done it? Would we come up with a better ending? It can be one unanimous ending. It can be three different endings. It doesn't matter. We just have to have a conversation. So, I'm here with two wonderful guests who are going to introduce themselves. What's your name and what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> uh, my name is Marie and I want to be the coolest person ever when I grow up. Thank you. Um, I'm Dylan. I'm grown up. <laughs> and uh, I guess I just want to be I haven't decided yet. It's, I'm undeclared as, as things stand. I'll let you know when I decide. Amazing. Awesome. Well, I'm Nicole, and I'd like to be a screenwriter. That's awesome. Thank I you. love that. Thank you. And you will. Anyway, <laughs> we'll continue. Okay, so our first show that we're discussing is uh, Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so quick background on the show. It premiered on NBC in September of 1994 and ran for 10 seasons ending in may of 2004 i was created by david crane and marta kaufman and it was a show about a group of six 20 somethings in new york Uh, we have rachel monica phoebe joey chandler and ross i almost forgot the last three uh and they're just making their way through life in their 20s and they're at a point in their life where their their friends are their family and it's about that era in your life where you're trying to get it all figured out uh, the show went through a lot of name changes before they settled on Friends. Some of the other names were Insomnia Cafe, Six oh, of One, interesting. Friends Like Us, and then eventually they settled on Friends. Can you imagine like award-winning show, Friends <laughs> Like Us, Insomnia <laughs> Cafe? I know. I didn't know this. I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it settled on Friends. Cause yeah, short I, and sweet. I know. I can't imagine it being anything else. During the show's 10-year run, it was nominated for a total of 62 Emmys Holy shit. and won six of them. I believe the only cast member that wasn't nominated was uh, Monica. What? She was the only one who never was nominated for an Emmy. And I think, uh, if I'm correct, Jennifer Aniston and Phoebe, Lisa Kudrow won. They're the only two that won. Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. 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 Okay. So let's go ahead and review the ending for oh. those who don't remember and who haven't watched it in a while. No, we're not talking to anybody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so the ending was separated into two episodes. Both of them were titled The Last One. Uh, the final episode alone garnered 52.5 million viewers in the U.S. when it premiered, and it is the fifth most watched TV finale in the United States. 
Um, I'm very curious to know what show tops that. I don't know. Okay. We can look it up later. So the show ends. We have all of the friends have mostly coupled up. So we've got Monica and Chandler have just had their two, uh, their twins from their surrogate or their adoptive mother, who's played by Anna Faris. Uh, and they're planning on moving to the suburbs and they're selling off Monica's apartment, which is where most of the series takes place. Mm. Phoebe talks about starting a family with her boyfriend, Mike, who's played by Paul Rudd. Uh, Joey, as far as we know, stays at the apartment that he and Chandler had been living in for most of the series. And he continues his role on Days of Our Lives. And then we have Ross and Rachel, mm-hmm. who have probably the, the most happened to them in the two episodes. Uh, basically, Rachel gets offered a job at Louis Vuitton in Paris, so she plans on leaving. And when she's getting ready to leave, Ross decides that that's the best time to tell her that he's in love with her and is still in love with her. Uh, mind you, also, they have a child at this point together. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the airport. He and Fe- uh, Ross and Phoebe drive to the airport to meet her, and they realize that they're going to be late. And so Phoebe calls the airport and says that there, or calls Rachel and says that there's something wrong with the left phalange of the plane. And then somebody overhears that and freaks out and they have to come off the plane because everybody's losing it because the left phalange is broken. Mm-hmm. Phalange. <laughs> <laughs> and while they're off the plane, Ross meets Rachel, tells her he loves her, and she's like, I can't right now. So she gets back on the plane and he goes to his apartment. Mm-hmm. At his apartment, he listens to his uh, answering machine, and he's got a message from Rachel on her cell phone. And she's like, Ross, I love you too. I have to get off this plane. Somebody tell me. I, like, she's trying to leave the plane, but they're already like backing out of the gate. And he's yelling into the phone, get off the plane. I wonder if she got off the plane. And that's when Rachel appears behind him in their apartment, and she says, I got off the plane. And they stay together. And then the final shot is uh, them all dropping off their keys to Monica's apartment, because, of course, all of them have keys. And the final shot is a pan over the entire empty apartment, ending on the door with a little frame around the peephole. And that's the last shot of Friends. So, what did we like? (laughs) What didn't we like? Let's start with what we did enjoy about the finale. I liked Regina Falange. I, I don't remember that part, but <laughs> <laughs> I loved Phoebe for that, mm-hmm. for that, I guess, alias. And um, to be honest, the last two episodes are not my favorite, so I don't remember too many good things about it. But um, that was, I guess, one of the w- one of the few ones I, I, I remember. Uh, for me, it's mainly about um, that they all have some sort of Conclusion, I guess. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Jake. He's trying to take his jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll keep talking so that we can't hear him. But um, I like that they all have a conclusion. Like, for me, one of my favorite characters in the show is Phoebe. So for the fact, like, she's always been a catalyst to try to fix things in the show throughout the whole entire show, especially, like, in these last two episodes. And... Um, I completely didn't remember that Ross and Rachel <laughs> had a baby or were having a baby together. You forgot about Emma? Yeah, I did forget about Emma. But um, I don't know. It's it's nice that there's that conclusion of like, oh, they're going to stay together. Mm-hmm. Like, 
for sure this is how it ends. It's not like Rachel went to Paris and then Ross hates himself and goes into depression and then the show ends. No more friends, you know? So. Uh, I'm not sure that's... I, I'm not sure that's how I feel about it. I feel like that's one of the worst endings that they go back together because it just felt very um, selfish of Ross to do that. Yep. I feel like also <laughs> happy endings are not always a certainty and they making it... Also, that wasn't like exactly a happy ending for the viewers, so that's also selfish. <laughs> so um, I feel like we're all in agreement that we didn't like... The Ross and Rachel ending. I just don't like Ross as a character yeah, in that's general. Yeah, that's where it is, yeah. Yeah, but it, it it was messed up that he decided last minute after knowing that she, you know, had this big offer in a different country in a great store, you know. Well, Louis Vuitton is a whole other conversation, <laughs> but, like, she, she had... She had an opportunity to grow as a person and keep and move on from that phase in her life, and he decided to hold her back. Mm. And it's also like it's messed up that the writers kind of gave them the half off, like okay, yeah, she still loves him too, when he's done multiple things throughout the series to make her hurt, to cause her any sort of like mishap. But anyway, I'm not gonna go into detail. We're on a break, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I think what bothers me most is that, aside from, like, the fact that I, like, many dislike Ross strongly, mm -hmm. is that I feel like most of the series is focused on Rachel and her story. Because she starts out and she, like, she doesn't have anything. She doesn't even have a place to live. And if it weren't for Monica, she wouldn't have had a place to live. Yeah. So she works her way up from being a waitress. Not a good one, but a waitress. Yeah. And goes to, like, what, personal shopping, works at Bloomingdale's for a while, and we watch her over the course of 10 years grow into a better person, but also somebody who's self-made. Yeah. And then at the end of it, when she has like, I mean, this is a dream opportunity. If you're into fashion, getting yes. offered any job in, in Paris, Paris. <laughs> is amazing. And she, like, it felt very Daenerys Targaryen to just yes. throw away all that character development, all that work. Over 10 years. For a man. For Ross. Not even a man for Ross. Yeah, yes. for Ross. I'm glad you made that distinction because there is a difference. Ross. I dislike Ross. <laughs> and Dylan just <laughs> looked at me Ross. like, all right. <laughs> I, I don't even be mad if it were Joey because I kind of like Joey. <laughs> no, <laughs> but Ross. even Joey was still also a character in progress. Like, we also have to think of all the characters and how they've grown mm -hmm. because you have Monica and Chandler who ended up you know, going through their little mishaps as, like, trying to be a couple, and then they end up with this, like, wonderful opportunity to have a family, and they do everything possible to make that happen. You have Phoebe, who was always, like, not the outsider of the group, but she was just the odd one, and she did not have any luck with boyfriends. She did not have any luck, like, work-wise here and there, but she still grew as a person, and we finally got this, like, great conclusion for her. Mm -hmm. Joey, who was a struggling actor the entire, almost the entire 10 years of the show. <laughs> and then just him getting, like, the opportunity to still be on Days of Our Lives and stuff. Like, that's great. It's still progression. He still grows as a person. Excuse me to say this, but what the fuck was Russ doing? Like, <laughs> how, how did he grow as a person? How did he change? Like, if he if he really cared about 
Rachel, he would have let her go. He would have gone with her. Yeah, or you have something. no excuse. I feel like that's definitely something Joey would have done. I, I can see yeah. Joey actually going to Paris because, you know, he loves her. Usually that's how it happens, right? Yeah. You love someone, you chase them. You don't ask them to not take an opportunity because you love them, like, all of a sudden. So, yes. Yeah. For sure. Ross, the man child. I hate Ross. <laughs> you know what's funny? I hate Ross. I didn't like Ross's character, but there was this one episode that I loved so much that I thought Ross was probably best in it um it was the episode with uh, charlie and professor benjamin hobart or something like that remember mm. that episode where he lost his girlfriend to uh uh what do you call it Nobel prize winner oh. benjamin hobart yes, or something yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah yeah that was probably one of my favorite episodes just because <laughs> his girlfriend was stolen and i thought that was he deserved that that was just great oh you like it because something bad happens to ross yes i do <laughs> but at the same time like i thought it was the episode was very funny that was, that was, that was a really good episode he just has no progression as a character I just like that he really is the only one that doesn't change exactly and it's like why are you giving this one character that has done nothing to be a different person and grow and give them the happy ending yeah. like the show could have been fine if all of them were like hey man we're still friends but we're all going our separate ways like it is what it is and then we see like the reality of like life like the reality of growing apart from people you know the the whole part of like okay yeah they're doing their own thing maybe i'll see them every once in a while we don't live across the hallway from each other anymore but i have to do my own thing if I love this woman enough, I'm going to do anything willing to be able to be with her. Mm-hmm. But no, it's like, oh, okay, well, she got to stay here with me and pay, like, the stupid amount of rent that we paid here in New York. Anyway. <laughs> and then in 10 years' time, just like, what do you do with your life? Oh, you know, I rejected offers to From go to Paris, Paris to stay with uh, Ross. And France. At Louis Vuitton in Paris. Oh, oh my so goodness. So yeah, that's what we don't like so about don't this. Like. <laughs> what did we like? I'll start. Okay. I like Monica and Chandler's ending. Yeah. I, I love their love story because I, I think it like Chandler especially like watching him really make the effort to change yeah. and become the kind of person who like can be in a long-term relationship and also Monica just being really patient with him. Like yeah. I think that episode where they get into an argument and he's like, "So I guess we're over." And she's like, you don't break up with somebody after one argument. If you did that, you wouldn't be with somebody for more than three months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then they stay together. And, like, they just, they were they were wonderful together. Yeah. I think I thought it was very nice. I liked them. It was surprising to hear. Like, I, I, I saw in the reunion they just released last year um, that they didn't actually plan. That was basically based off, based off of uh, the reaction they got from the first time they hooked up. I was like, they make such a good couple. Like, they yeah. compliment each other so much because Monica is very mature. Like, she's very mature and Chandler isn't. So yeah. that was the perfect pair. That, that really their, was. Their chemistry, acting-wise, is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's surprising that she didn't end up winning an Emmy, was it? Yeah. Wasn't even nominated. Not even nominated. That's crazy. No, I feel like all the women in the show should have gotten nominated and won, mm-hmm. especially for being such a long-running show. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's just Phoebe. Like I just, I just love Phoebe. Who doesn't? She's just such a interesting. <laughs> what are you doing, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, you can hear. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can just, you can just see her. Like I feel like Phoebe's very relatable. 
to all the people <laughs> that um, that watch the show, at least like all the people that have felt alone and being like the, your truest self, even like at such a young age, um, she's just a wonderful character. And for her to not only get cast, like have Paul Rudd as her boyfriend at the end, which I'm not even going to get into, but we love Paul Rudd also. We love Paul Rudd. But just having the opportunity where she was like, oh, I want to have a family. Like, this is something I want. This is she, she had a happy ending after all the rough moments that she went through. So, like, I remember she was dating a scientist at one point. I don't remember what oh, season yeah. it was. But she it's was like dating a scientist. It was on and off. He was great, but then he ended up getting, like, a job, a research job in a completely different country. And then he, like, broke things off with her. Mm-hmm. And I remember See, the, that's a good... Yeah. That's good. That's nice. Yeah. We it, see growth from that. We see that. growth. Yeah. I remember that, too. The Italian guy. Yeah, that was... He was... Was it... Was he Italian? I think he was. I, he mm. might have been. And then, like, he would come to town every once in a while. He was equally awkward. So yes, I laughed. Yeah. I loved your interactions every time he came to town. Also, I feel like Phoebe had one of the best episodes in season 10, too. Uh, the one where... She basically breaks off uh, Paul Rudd's relationship for him <laughs> on the girl's birthday. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> Do you I remember did. that? I don't remember that episode. Oh, <gasps> dude. Remember when uh, I was at the beginning of season 10, whenever Paul Rudd flew to uh, the island they were on and basically proposed and then they essentially engaged? Oh, and then, I do remember. Yes. And then on the flight back, uh, he said he had plans. He had dinner with his girlfriend, and then she was confused. And then I guess they agreed that he was mm-hmm. going to go break up. So he went to the restaurant, and somehow the girl went to his apartment instead and met Phoebe. <laughs> and Phoebe essentially ended things on his behalf <laughs> and called him an asshole. <laughs> and he was just, she was just basically playing both sides. I th- Phoebe is so funny. Like, physically, her physical comedy is, like, Amazing. I don't, I don't think anyone could have played Phoebe better than Phoebe, better than Lisa Kudrow. So yeah. that's one of my episodes, and I definitely remember that one. Definitely deserve her Emmy, too, because she's still, to this day, she's still a great actress, yeah. and she has a lot of range. So I love that. She was in Booksmart, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was the mom. She was, yeah. the mom. She was you amazing. Your special friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, great. we support you. We support you. We're here for you. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. you can touch on uh, how we feel about Joey's ending. <sighs> Joey, Joey, Joey. Also love Joey as a character. Love him. Um, I like that he h- continued to have that chance of being an actor like he's always wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still very mim- mim- <laughs> like immature, you know. Like I, and but that's like a part of his character, mm-hmm. and he knows he's flawed in certain things, but. It doesn't drive him to be a bad person towards anybody. Like, unlike some people. Unlike some people, but we will get to him eventually <laughs> again. Uh, this is Ross Slander <laughs> for <laughs> this life. This is not a safe space if you like Ross. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. But um, Joey... I, I, wish, I wish he had somebody. I yeah. wish he and Rachel got together. I already kind of mentioned this, but whenever they got together, I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like... Yeah. For some reason, I really loved it because I could tell that he would be like the complete opposite of what Ross was. He was just, mm-hmm. he 
it was awkward but in like a really great way for Rachel. And you could tell like he genuinely like cared about Rachel. Yeah. Even as a friend, like so you know, he was only gonna get better as like a boyfriend or whatever. I wish I wish he had ended up with Rachel, but I guess at the same time I guess they didn't wanna like <gasps> Sorry, I didn't want to like. <laughs> they didn't want to like break he and Chandler off because somehow they were kind of like a couple, but in like a very you know friendly way. He and Chandler, mm-hmm. so I guess that's why they made him like end up at Chandler and Monica's apartment or whatever. I think they were they said they were taking him in or something. That mm-hmm. was very awkward, but you know it's not the worst ending. But you know I, I genuinely, I personally wish he, he had deserves up a good. little bit more. Yeah, he was a great friend to yes. every single person. He literally let. Emma and Rachel live in his apartment just cuz just cuz just cuz yeah he was wonderful yeah and it would have i guess we'll I'll, I'll come back to this point but like i have a great way that i wish the ending would have ended up anyway we'll we'll come back to that we'll come wonderful. back to that well we're going to move on to why did it end up this way now a lot of production decisions that just kind of happened. She just moved the mic. <laughs> getting serious. She's getting serious. <laughs> so, from what I could tell, the creators of the show said that they wanted Ross and Rachel to end up together from the beginning of the series. Like, when they started writing, they knew Ross and Rachel were going to end up together. That was uh-huh. how they were going to end it. Uh-huh. Uh, David Crane, one of the creators of the show, actually didn't even want to do a season 10 he at this point even 10 years into the show friends was still like the number one sitcom on television it was still incredibly popular which is insane when you're going that long usually people get sick of you but he he didn't want to do a 10 season because he said i don't want people to hate the show and i don't want it to keep going just because it can but after a lot of convincing, mainly from the cast, because they were the ones who were, like, super into doing a season 10. Not so much Jennifer Aniston. Uh, she was going through her Brad Pitt thing at the time. Uh, yeah, the Brad Pitt thing. The Brad Pitt thing. Oh. Uh, and she felt that she had kind of grown away, not only from the phase of life that she was on while on the show, but just from the character of Rachel. Yeah. So she needed a little bit of convincing. But... I think it was uh, Matthew Perry plays Chandler. Mm-hmm. He said he would have gone for 10 more years. He 100% wanted to do it. I think he and uh, Matt LeBlanc also said that they, they wanted to go. They wanted to keep going. Yeah. They figured if they were going to end the series, that they were going to end it, just give it a clean break. They didn't want any ambiguity. They felt like after 10 years, people deserve a, a, a final ending. This is point ending uh so that's why they gave everybody an ending they gave phoebe uh this she's gonna start a family it's over monica and chandler are gonna move to the suburbs and raise their family it's over joey question mark and then rachel and ross they're together boom uh i will say that i did find some people who said that there was a moment in the writer's room where they weren't going to have Ross and Rachel get back together. Mm-hmm. And they were going to leave it more as a will they, won't they for the rest of time. They were going to have Rachel leave to Paris, but have some way to still get in contact with Ross. And obviously they have Emma, so it's not like yeah. they weren't going to see each other. Yeah. But figuring that out would have been insane. Um, But there was a moment where they wanted to have it be like, okay, we don't know if they ended up together. But uh, I think it was Marta Kaufman who was like, no, 
these people are invested in Ross and Rachel, positive or negative. People are invested in Ross and Rachel. We've had them on the will they, won't they for 10 years. We have to give the audience an ending. It, it, we just, we can't leave it ambiguous. Uh, back to Joey. The reason Joey doesn't have an ending was on purpose because he had a spinoff series called Joey. So they had to leave it ambiguous so that he could have an ending. I'm not 100% sure what the plot is. I know it's just focused on like his acting career. Uh, it didn't do well. Uh, was it created by the same people? I believe so. I, I, I remember like my parents told me about it before, but there was nothing memorable and compass to it. Um, about the previous point, I also saw that, uh, you know, whenever they were te- deliberating whether or not Rachel and Ross should get together, it was Kaufman that actually went to him like, guys, this is Rachel and Ross. And I remember watching that and thinking, uh, so, <laughs> like, they don't have to get together. But for some reason, she thought, like, they deserve to be together. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole show was built on them being together or their relationship. But I felt like it evolved past that. Yes. But she genuinely felt like, hey, it's these two people and they definitely need to get together. I guess that's what she thought people wanted. I, I don't know how other people feel about this, but I did not like it. I will say that I know from, I think that there's a big difference in the way that people like our age watch the show and the way that people who watch the show when it came out watch the show. Yeah. Because apparently everybody back in the day, in the good old days, Dylan, you might remember this. Uh. (laughs) um, Everybody really liked the finale. They liked that Ross and Rachel grew up together or like ended up together. And also, generally speaking, people did not like Joey and Rachel together. Like it, really? they didn't. They felt like it was the show was running out of ideas, and mm. so they were just sticking them together. I I could see that. It mm-hmm. definitely feels like a little cop out because mm-hmm. they're friends and they're already you can you have to, you have to build up storylines with mm-hmm. each character, you mm-hmm. know. But like, ironically, <sighs> that was another thing they mentioned. They said they were meant to be together. Richard, and, Richard and Joey were meant to be together. Like. Whenever they started talking about the show and like you know how developing the season and stuff, there was that was there was always like supposed to be chemistry between the two. But I guess whenever they actually released it and the kind of feedback they got, kind of made them change their mind. But it wasn't fabricated out of nothing. Yeah. It was it was, it was always planned. like you know Easter eggs somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with the way that we watch the show, because yeah. people our age, uh probably binged it or at least grew up watching it like it's always been something like i was negative six when the show came out and i was <laughs> so like it i've it's literally always been in my life mm-hmm. uh and like my family is always a really big fan of it i feel like we would feel differently had we actually spent 10 years with the show like watching it every was it Wednesday or Thursday when it was on yeah. every single night and like growing up with these characters, which I know is one of the things that the writers prided themselves on the show was like creating an experience that in 10 years people can still watch and say, okay, this is a universal point in your life where you're trying to go from having a job to having a career. You're trying to build a family, but right now the only community that you have are your friends. You're not living at home anymore. You're out of college. 
And I think that that still holds up true today, which is why the series, I think, is so popular. Because it, I mean, people have barista jobs. Yeah. People have wait, waitress jobs, waiting tables. You have to take those crappy jobs until you can get to where you want to be, like yeah. Louis Vuitton in Paris. <sighs> what we all deserve career-wise, honestly. <laughs> I, yeah, it's definitely, I feel like you could think of it that way still. At, like our our generation could think of it that way, especially like if you are in your 20s. Because it, it is a, a big first stage in your life. Like you're a brand new adult. Like you're, it's not like you're in your 30s and 40s and you already had some time to develop yourself. You're still learning about yourself. You're still growing about, like growing around the things that are happening. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to keep, you have to finish studying. You have to not study if you don't want to. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to get to is the fact that everybody has so many routes that you can go into, and especially like in the '90s, we didn't they didn't have that much technology as we do. They didn't have so many like new jobs and opportunities that you can get just from getting a viral video, mm -hmm. meeting someone that you met working. You know, like there's it's it's a, it was a different generation and a different world technically. Mm -hmm. So. I can see like the relation to it, but for us, it's like we, our generation is very like, oh, you don't like your job. Your job is making you suffer. Leave. <laughs> your job doesn't pay you enough. Your job doesn't pay you a livable, like a livable wage. Okay, leave. You'll find something else. That's not very labor shortage of you. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, to, like I completely am okay with the labor shortage because see, things are changing. Things yeah. are developing very quickly. Other conversation. But, like, back to the main point is the fact that, like, as a generation, we all go through the same struggles socially and we all seek help from our friends. And that's, like, our, our circle at one point. And you have to cut out loose ends and, and to an extent. But it's, it's very different because now we're like, oh, this man doesn't want to go to Paris with you, even mm -hmm. though you're having his child and you have a great opportunity. Cool. Dump him, move on. But no, you would stay there. Mm -hmm. Like, you would stay there because you love that man enough, I guess. And um, so one thing I found very true is how relatable every character was to whoever watched. Like, mm -hmm. you could see yourself in any other characters because they are so diverse almost. And um, also the memories. Like, I remember watching Friends because of someone. And now these days, every time I watch it, I think about them. So I'm wondering if it's the same for whoever watched it while Friend was still Friends was still like in production, like you know whenever they're releasing it weekly. Was it the same for them? So I mean, for me, I feel like, or for us, I feel like the memories attached. I know some people watch it as a family, and now probably every time they watch it, they have to call their mom, and be like, "Hey, remember that episode?" Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And it feels very, I don't know, it feels different. It feels different from you know people that watched it growing up or whatever. Mm -hmm. So maybe that factored into why we feel differently now. I will. I did see that one of the things I found that was interesting is that I think it was Marta Kaufman who said uh, she wanted to make sure that each of the women on the show had children in a different way because she wanted to represent as many different ways as you can start a family as possible, yeah. which is why Phoebe is a surrogate, Rachel gets pregnant on accident, and Monica adopts. Yeah. So she wanted to make sure that, because if everybody got pregnant just the 
we were planning on having a kid. Now we have a kid or, oh, we have a kid now. It's not relatable. It's not relatable. So she wanted to make sure that everybody can watch the show and say like, oh, see, Monica and Chandler have had this issue. They got through it. They adopted. Look how happy they are. Mm-hmm. Which was cool. I thought that was cool. I didn't know that. That's that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very yes. that's very nice. So, so we're at the we're at the meat of the show. Dylan's reading my notes. <laughs> How would you have done it? <laughs> oh boy, I'm ready to get okay. at this. Do you want to start, Marie? Yeah. So you know, keep the ending, keep the conclusion for Phoebe, keep the conclusion for Monica and Chandler. Because I feel like it was a perfect way to end their story. Um, I would play a lot more on the love triangle aspect between Joey, Ross, and Rachel. Especially because I know that like, after any little history that Rachel and um, Joey had, like, I know that he still had feelings for her. Like, Feelings for a person doesn't go away that easy, you know? So I would have played on the whole, like, maybe, you know, Joey has his, like, is building his career in acting, but he's still in New York, and he's still, you know, like, he doesn't have anybody. All his friends are moving, all his friends are doing something else, you know? So Ross does the same thing, but we don't think about it that way, because he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, all my friends are moving, all my friends have, you know, their thing going. I got my girlfriend, not girlfriend pregnant you know and now we're having a the mother kid. of my child the mother of my child you know but then she tells me oh I'm, i have to move to paris because i got this great job opportunity i would have played it technically like maybe ross goes with phoebe or phoebe still calls the the airline tells him about the issue mm-hmm. uh ross and rachel you know have their moment where she's like i can't do this right now and goes back to the plane The thing is, I would have Joey come in and be like, Rachel, like, I, like, I want to be with you. I will do anything to be with you. And maybe once she sends the voicemail to Ross, she's not at the apartment. But we see Joey go buy a ticket and get on the plane with her. If we, what if we heard Joey in the voicemail? Yeah. Yeah, and then it ends Over. because because it shows what someone is willing to do for our main character. That's race. That's Rachel. Mm-hmm. What Ross does is like it's a cop out. He's like, well, if she loves me enough, like she's having my kids, so she'll stay here. But Joey knows out of taking so many risks in his career mm-hmm. that what she's doing is the right thing, mm-hmm. and he would. Aside from them having a daughter, like, he would do anything to be a great dad. Mm-hmm. So, and we all know that just based on his character. Mm-hmm. And I know that it would be crazy if he gets the voicemail and he's like, okay, like, maybe I can call her. And she's not answering the phone because Joey's on the plane with her. Snaps for that. And then that's it. That's where it ends. I agree. That would be a beautiful ending. Genuinely. I feel like I love that. Um, alternatively, how would I have ended it? It's probably let Rachel go be a boss lady by herself in Paris. Uh, True. That's also good because like it shows that you don't need a man or a family to be complete or to have your own happy ending. Yes. You know she can be happy with Emma in Paris. You know. You know have do whatever a great she wants. Career. Exactly. Uh, I mean, in as much as I don't like Ross, I feel like Ross has always felt the need to be in a relationship. 
for some reason feel like it feels like <laughs> Ross wouldn't be happy yes. without someone. So I'd give him like a paleontologist that is also into dinosaurs and you know she hates into and then maybe give him the happy ending that no one really cares about for him. But you know whatever. Joey is tricky because. I'm not like 100% mad at the way he ended up with Chandler still because their bromance is still kind of beautiful to see. Love it. Um, yeah. I don't know what I'll do differently about Joey. I know <laughs> giving him someone else feels, I don't know, Joey has always felt more complete with Chandler than anybody else, but Chandler is a family man now. So he would be the weird uncle that lives with uh, his best friend, even though he's also very successful. So that's probably how it ended. I'll probably still give it the same ending. I'm not, I'm not too mad about that. Okay, but Joey would be the best uncle yeah he, really he would. would he really would he would he would definitely play with the kids would steal their food would not admit oh, that yeah. he stole their oh, food yes he will not share <laughs> his food with the kid <laughs> oh my god joey joey and his food imagine having joey be your live-in uncle that's and he's crazy. like he works on a mo- on a soap opera set that's awesome yes. yeah that's so cool so it would be fulfilling in both parties i feel like just because like and I get, and I say all this because I've come off from a from a binge of BoJack Horseman, and that show is just <laughs> very hard to watch, just because it it stabs you at like, hey, we all have flaws, like we don't grow as people, and we deserve the certain things that happen to us, and that's just the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Ross, as a person, or even putting Rachel in any situation that he did in the ten years of the show, you know. And then having the audacity to be like, no, like, I love you. I want you to stay here. Shows me that he hasn't grown. Yes. And you deserve to understand that all your friends are growing. All the people are growing around you. And they want to do things for themselves because you have to be selfish. Mm -hmm. But it's not always going to work out. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not going to be the end of the world. It's going to suck. But, like, you know, Monica and... And Chandler did everything possible to make their relationship work. Mm-hmm. They went through even the whole thing with her getting pregnant and not being able to have kids and then adopting. Mm-hmm. That's a process. You have to grow as a person. You have to work as a team. Ross never worked with Rachel as a team. With anyone. With anybody. Because he's selfish. And if that's how it ends, because that's how it ends for him. Okay. <laughs> Be forced to grow. <laughs> We be forced to grow. Like, you're holding people back. Why? Because, okay, you love this person enough, but, like, what are you doing for them? How do they benefit besides being the mother of your children? She doesn't owe you anything. <laughs> you know, she can, like Dylan said, she could have easily gone to Paris and have a happy and fulfilling life. <laughs> Just being a mother, having a great career that she worked for, living in a completely different country, and just, you know being herself Mm -hmm. and joey could have stayed with chandler and had his little bromance for the rest of his life but still have a fulfilling career and happiness you know Mm -hmm. agreed yeah real quick i don't know if you've seen that tiktok that's like why friends should have been set in la instead of new york no no i don't think so it's like she the woman who was talking she was like first of all nobody in new york sits in a coffee shop all day that's an la thing to do joey's a working actor or he's looking for work. So obviously, like, why, That's an isn't, LA thing. why isn't he in L.A.? Yeah. Uh, Ross is a professor. He can still be a professor. He could probably get, like, a UCLA, USC, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, fashion. Of also, course. Also in L.A. It would be more New York, but... Either way. It depends. You it can could get work. there. You yeah. can get there. Yeah. 
And they were saying like, uh, she was like, I've lived in New York for multiple years. Have you ever once on Friends heard them say, oh, the subway was a mess today? No, not at all. Never. They never talk about the subway, anything about New York City. It's just that it takes place in New York and that's it. Yeah. And she was like, it just irks me because it could have been in L.A. Easily. You yeah. would not have known. I, I, I will want to mention something real quick in terms of how people feel about the show, especially like our current generation that has watched it and is watching it. The fact that like L.A. would work better because he's, you know, all those little factors. But it also is a white friend group. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, the New York, I feel like there's like no representation of people of color that are mm-hmm. a part of what makes New York, New York, you know. You have people that are immigrants from all Latin America, from Asia, you know, like there was not one drop of melanin in that whole friend group, <laughs> not even one. Maybe they had the guest stars here and there, but it just didn't like feel like New York. It didn't have the, the sense of New York mm-hmm. because of that, you know, but that's just my take on it. Was but. it Aisha Tyler was a uh, Ross's girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was the first person of color to play a love interest in friends that was season nine that was season nine nine. years wow that's imagine that imagine that and i know it was like the 90s but i'm like it's the 90s like in new york people of color hadn't been invented yet marie yeah no apparently not so so that's why it could have been a late easy and Mm -hmm. it's it probably would have felt better Mm -hmm. in a way just in terms of the representation Mm -hmm. that was in the show even in a, in, if they were in L.A. and they had the same ending and maybe she wasn't going to Paris, but they were like, hey, we have a great job for you here in New York City. Mm-hmm. That's still across the country. That's still a big move. Like it could have been better. I like that they were like, hey, we want you to come work at Paris <laughs> for us. Like the Paris France. The you know? Paris. The Paris. Not the one in Texas. Not the Texas one. But um, sorry. No, no, I was going to say. I actually feel the opposite. I feel like it's perfect for New York, especially for Phoebe's character. Phoebe yeah. and Joey, I know you said acting, but Joey also did a little like theater place and New York is very big on that. So yeah, for sure. that too and Rachel's character, Chandler could literally survive in Texas. <laughs> so He would thrive. Because exactly because no one really knew what he did anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Ross, I Ross again, I feel like I have no idea where Ross would have gone. But I generally feel like, I don't know, this LA feels very big city. New York feels, even though it's huge, it feels very community-like. I'm not sure why, but mm-hmm. I know you saw a lot of shots of them walking on the streets and stuff. For some reason, that feels more New York than LA. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Hmm. I just I just think New York and my brain goes like Sex in the City. Oh my God. Just because, what a good show. What a great show. But just Sex in the City, aside from the fashion, aside from the, the way that the characters are, the age, I, it's probably also that, the age group. Yeah. Because I, I think we, when we watch it now, we think of like our current economical situation. <laughs> I can't buy Manola Blahnik every like, week. I can't, I can't even, the apartment that they live in, unrealistic. That's that that shit's a, like 3K per month. A, like. She's a journalist. She writes an article, what, once a week? Yeah. How does she make money what? to afford that? No wonder some of them were living together and had the keys to each other's. I will, it's all five of us living. Mm-hmm. All six of us are living in that mm-hmm. in that apartment. Let me just tell you that. The only one believable is Miranda because she's a lawyer. 
Oh yeah, in Sex and the City. Yeah, yeah. I believe Miranda. Yeah. But also, like, isn't Monica's apartment rent controlled? <sighs> I believe it's rent controlled. Her is her like aunt or somebody owned the apartment, and oh, we're she, still talking Sex and the City. I don't remember. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, at this point. I feel. Side note: I feel like friends in the or friends. I almost said friends in the city. <laughs> <laughs> friends. Is like twenties, and then I feel like Sex and the City goes like that next phase in your life. Yeah, no, for sure. Which is fun. Which is how I'm watching the shows. I'm still in the middle of like season three of Sex and the City. I love Sex and the City. That's a show. I thought it was a movie. Yes, They're, they have two movies, oh. but the show itself was in the early two thousands. I think so. With the same cast? Oh no. Yes. Uh, what? Well, the new one coming out is missing one person. The most oh. important, amazing person She's in the show. She's so good. Uh. Anyway, the <laughs> I just think the ending could have had more promise for its main characters, personally, or for its its main character, especially because I feel like you could give her just based on all the stuff that Jennifer Aniston was going through at that moment. Mm-hmm. That could have fulfilled her a little bit more because she was going through a divorce. Was it? I think With it was Brad Pitt. was it the divorce, divorce already? Or something maybe was going on. Something was going on. I need to look back on my timeline, but <laughs> my Jen timeline. Uh, yeah, but like, imagine if her ending was, "I don't need a man. He's not gonna be with me because of this. He's gonna stick in his old ways. Well, I'm gonna go and do my own thing." And that would have been that probably would have been perfect for her. That probably would have made her feel like, "Okay, this is a good." Point to move on in my career and build my own name i mean she's not even married now she hasn't we i i feel like she's dated people since then but she has she's not married still she doesn't have any kids but she has a great career mm-hmm. she's had a great career and i still has her friends yeah the still cast has her friends, friends. <laughs> yeah and imagine imagine that like i feel like that would have been perfect for her character because it shows like she's this resilient person that moved to new york started with nothing mm-hmm. and she came out on top on the end and she didn't need anybody she, besides her friends monica just monica, monica. i love monica monica's such a good friend yeah monica great friend me. great wife yeah great i'm not sure she's the greatest sister is this it's because i think it's just because ross sucks maybe you know how he was the yeah uh, the i forget, their, I forget their siblings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know Shit. right yeah, like complete opposite. Why? You know how the his parents liked him the most or something. I don't and understand that. Why? <laughs> because he's a professor. Oh, that's true. Imagine that. <laughs> okay. I feel like being a chef is cooler than being a professor. No, okay. honestly, it's a lot more. I'm sorry to all the professors, Micah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Micah. Don't take this the wrong way, but chefs, uh, chefs wouldn't work. That takes time and a lot of effort and personal. So does teaching. It's great for first <laughs> dates. <laughs> Don't show him this part. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think how I would. Uh, I've thought. I've thought about this. I've taken everything into consideration. Mm-hmm. Again, I like Monica and Chandler. Yeah, I like it ending there. Perfect. Lock that down. Lock it down. Move. Can't move it anymore. Yeah. Phoebe and Mike love. I feel like what I love about Phoebe is that she didn't have. She didn't change who she was. And she still found somebody who loved her for exactly who she exactly. was. Exactly. Which is what I love. Joey, I don't know why, but I don't even remember. I think it's the first or second season uh, where it's when Ben is being born. 
and they go to the hospital and Joey's walking around and he runs into a young Leah Remini who's having a baby. Yes. Do you remember that episode? I don't. It's been a while, but yeah. He, he runs into Leah Remini and they like hit it off right away. And he ends up being there for like most of the birth of her child. And when he shows up afterwards with like, he's got like flowers and a balloon he sees that the actual father's in there and she's yelling at him because she's like, I don't know where you were the whole time somebody else was here with me. And he just leaves the balloon there, I think. Or he takes it with him, but he leaves. And I don't know why. I think it's just because I like Leah Remini that that always stuck in my head. But I wanted them to end up together. Yeah. To just run into each other again. again. Yeah. And she was like, hey, you basically birthed my child and have them end up together. I wanted Joey to have somebody. Yeah. Because that's what he deserves. But then, then again, they can't all be coupled up. Like, ugh, it's a cop out. That, no, it's a cop out. Yeah, it's a that would be, that would be too much. Like, it, especially if it's within the group. Within the group. But then, yeah, he had like a lot of chances, mm-hmm. and that would have been, it would have been crazy to have like that return. I, Re- I just love Leah Remini. I think that's where it's coming. Was from. she still in the whole Scientology problem? Uh, She's doing the show though. Oh no no no! I mean like back. Oh yeah, around yeah, yeah, the time yeah, 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 she was still yeah, yeah. that the I don't uh, yeah they Not have a lot of limits <laughs> they have a lot of limits so that's probably maybe a reason that they they thought like oh we can I don't doubt that they were in the writers room like okay what are the love interests like who can we bring back who can mm-hmm. who would be willing to come back who would be a part of like what would work and. I don't doubt that she was in there, but the Scientology is a whole other story. They're right on Guad. You might not want to see that too much. <laughs> if, they, if y'all don't see me after this, <laughs> you don't know why. But yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Okay, what would you have done with Rachel and Ross, though? Okay. First of all, I want to say that I think uh, David Schwimmer deserves an Emmy. Because he played an amazing Ross. Because I love David Schwimmer, but yeah. I hate Ross. So, Agreed. like, to be able to pull off a character that's that annoying, so good. Talent. Agreed. Talent beyond recognition. It's so good. So good. We love his range. You love his range. And he does it so well. And he's very aware of it, too, which I think is, like, I lo- what I love about it. <sighs> Even the way he walks. <laughs> the way yes. He walks. <laughs> <laughs> <With a> stupid giggle. <laughs> This is an anti-Ross podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ross. Whoever no, whoever loves Ross, I truly apologize. It's, I'd love to... If anybody's a fan of Ross, please tell us. Please let us know. if And why. Please explain yourself. I want like a short paragraph on why you like Ross. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I think I would have... I agree with, with Dylan. Just have her leave. And mm-hmm. have her move to Paris and say... I want to keep Emma over there. We can figure it out. We're not going to fly her back and forth. What's the flight from like Paris to New York is like ridiculous, probably. Probably a few. It's probably more than 12 hours. Ridiculous. Well, not. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. I would have loved for Emma to like stay in Paris with her mom. And I feel like she would want to stay in Paris with her mom as she got older. Because I think she would have graduated high school last year. Yeah. IRL. So I feel like she would have wanted to stay with her mom in Paris because that's cool. That's cool. And then it's a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It shows her, like, you you don't need, you, you can, res- like, you can have yeah. resilience without like, anybody else. How cool would it be to show your daughter, like, look, I started with nothing and now I'm working for Louis Vuitton in Paris. Yeah. And, like, she's probably making bank, right? 
I would hope so. I, I mean, so. it's a big, it's a fashion capital, mm -hmm. and like, I could imagine in real life she would have grown in that company mm -hmm. like exponentially, mm -hmm. you know, and have a. If she can, if they can fly her out to go work for them, she's making good money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't just get an opportunity like that and not get like compensated to at least find a place to live yeah. and function, you know. Also. Ross had Ben, so he wouldn't be entirely lonely. Well, Whereas Rachel, <laughs> Rachel had, you know, Rachel needed, you know. Did Ross have Ben? I mean, like he was never with him. I, that's true, but you know, with Emma leaving, Emma leaving, you know, now he had the chance to be with Ben or spend more time with Ben. Time I'm just saying, he had, yeah, exactly. At least he had one kid with him. Is what I'm saying. I think what I would have done was have Ross just end up alone, not because I. Not just because I dislike Ross. Yeah. But I feel like it would be a good message to tell people if you refuse to change and you refuse to grow as a person, everybody else is going to move on without you. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Right? He didn't change throughout the series. He oh. remained like a mama's boy, a man child, immature, a little bit homophobic. Yeah, <laughs> that I disagree with. But okay, okay. Well, that's we can uh, yell at each other afterwards. Yeah, that, that's for another episode. <laughs> Dislike for Dylan. <laughs> uh, I just like yeah. I would have wanted him to end up alone because like Ben never spent time with him. He was with um, Susan, and what was her name? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm blanking out on that. Sorry. What's that episode where she's uh, Rachel is like, oh, I'm spending time with my friend Susan, and Ross is like, what's her last name? And she's like, lesbian. <laughs> Good joke. Anyways, yeah, I would have wanted Ross to end up just alone. Like, I would have liked that idea of her, or like him getting to his apartment, answering, or like hearing the message on the phone, and the idea of Rachel debating whether or not to go with him, and then deciding not to go. And it just cuts off. Yeah. And he's sitting in his apartment completely by himself because he refused to change. I think that's also, I completely agree. Like, I feel like that would have been a great ending. Um, I think. Are you, we, or do you have sympathy for Ross, Dylan? I do, because it's a bit harsh, okay? It's, yes, he has to change, but like, some people just are incapable of change. And that doesn't mean that he's ever sad or harsh ending. If he were like Joey in the sense that he's very. What's the word? Likeable and independent, like or happily single, then that'd be different. But Ross needs a relationship, so not giving him one would be very harsh on people, especially for his fans or whoever else that liked him. You know. But how much do you grow as a person if you, um, if you can't be by yourself? Mm -hmm. I think like that's how that's how I think of it, and maybe that's just like this my generational brain talking because I, I could see, I could understand why they were like, we need to close it off with them being together mm -hmm. because of the ideals or whatever, or just like you want a happy ending. Mm -hmm. You like shows now, especially like media has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Shows aren't afraid to punch you in the face and be like, you need to wake up. Mm -hmm. Like you need to, you need to understand that not everything is going to be happy. Not everything's going to work out. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You're your own person. You have to understand that things have consequences. Things have resolutions. They don't have resolutions all the time. And Ross doesn't end up with Rachel in our current moment in time because 
for us now that would, would be like this is shit like yeah. you know like this is <laughs> this sucks like she gave up that big opportunity mm-hmm. to be with him and he couldn't even consider like moving you know I, like i think that's what's so fascinating is that like everybody who watches the show around our age has the exact same reaction of why are you guys happy that they ended up together that's horrible because like the first thing we notice is she gave up a job opportunity to be with a guy who was like at times emotionally abusive to her yes and also cheated on her do it on the break they were on the break. Uh, they really were. Like, okay, for, true. For, we're moving on. This is too big of a conversation. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. I feel like one really I mean, off ending that we haven't deliberated was Janice. Oh, <laughs> well, Janice, that's the funny. obnoxious laughter. Maybe I you love could pair you could pair them together, Ross and Janice. Ross and Janice. <laughs> didn't they, didn't nice. they sleep together? They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the break yeah. thing. Oh, that would be hilarious if they actually ended up together. Janice imagine never. that Janice would never it's, I think Janice actually got married didn't she break up with him because he was too whiny wasn't that Chandler no I don't remember I think it was Ross because he was like it was after his I think it was after his third divorce he like he was whiny he was complaining too much I think that that was Ross if I'm not if I'm wrong let me know yeah. but I think that that was Ross that she was like you're too whiny and she broke up with him wow. and then told Joey one left to go and then walked out of the apartment <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't remember that, but I love it. <laughs> Ross. Ross slander. I, I think we're all in rough agreement. We like Phoebe. We like uh, Monica and Chandler. Yes. We want Joey to have more resolution. Yes. I something. don't, but yeah, uh, it could go either way. Yes. But, you know, that it, that depends on how you feel yeah. and everything. So. Uh, also in agreement. No Ross, no Rachel. Agreed. Yeah. We want her to go to Paris. We want her Definitely. to pursue that opportunity. With Emma. With yes. Emma. And feel happy. Mm-hmm. Cole Sprouse can grow up with... Uh, was it Cole or Dylan? Was it Cole? It was Cole. Okay. I think it was Cole. It was both of them at the same time? <laughs> it was Cole. Amazing. So, what's Dylan these days? Is he, One of them is on Riverdale. Cole. Cole is on I like how you know that it's Cole on Riverdale. Because oh, like I, I haven't forgot. seen Dylan in forever. That's why I know. I, I like I wonder what he looks like these days, you know? They all look I don't Wait, know. I'm gonna look it up right now with the computer. I know I know one of them is in this model. Is that Dylan? I think Dylan, yeah. It's cause I think Cole We're talking was... about the Sprouts brothers, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sprouts, yeah. Um I remember Cole from like Black Lives Matter, how he got arrested or something like that. So he came to... Oh, no. Dylan's... Is Dylan on Riverdale? No, Dylan's no, on Riverdale. No, he's not. Cole. No, because Cole was dating Lily Reinhardt. Yes, Cole is on Riverdale. If he still is. I don't know. I I think he is. I think the I, show's I've going. never watched the show. Same here. I don't I, plan I on to. Yeah, I it's not <laughs> why best. not? Do you watch it? No. Oh, I then why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Dylan was always my favorite. Uh, Cole's the whiny one. Life on life on deck. Oh, this is him post breakup. Oh. Wait, <laughs> what? Oh. Wait, who is that? Is he okay? Is that Cole Sprouse? Yes. Look, <laughs> what? Why does he look thirty five? Oh my god, he's probably thirty five. <laughs> wow, that's that's a uh, premiere. She's such a beautiful woman. I'm I, sorry. Yes, snaps for Lily Reinhardt. Wait, are you sure that's Cole? 
Yes. Yes, that is Cole that Sprouse. Is Cole. Cole let wow. himself go a little bit. Google Cole Sprouse and just look at the pictures. You'll know which Wait, one we're talking about. Isn't that Cole Sprouse though in that like picture below? The picture below? This one. This yeah. was so two years same. ago. Yeah, this oh. is Oh Yeah, this is when he was dating her still. Oh yeah. I guess the breakup got to him a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what does Dylan look like though? I feel like Dylan good. be looking good. Hold on. Just look at Dylan. I'm biased. Really I'm biased. This is Dylan. I am biased. Dylan's good. Dylan's still looking good. Oh, you see Dylan Sprouts. Identical. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Dylan's dating. Dylan's the one dating Bob's. Barbara Palvin. Good for him. They've been dating for a good mm-hmm. minute. Are you going to do this for an hour? Are you going to like... Why'd you, you say it like that? No, how long is it going to be? Why'd you I'm say wondering. it like that? I'm just wondering if you have to listen to everything again. <laughs> he looks good. He's he happy. Really does, yeah. He looks good. He does. They've been together, I feel like, three, four years. Can I tell you a secret? Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Never watch any of the Zack and Cody series. Why? Why? It just didn't. I love Brenda's song. Miranda. <sighs> I, uh, I love her. Wait, wait. I said. Her name was London, right? Yes. In there. Yes. I love London. Life on Deck. That, One like, of them. And Mr. Mosby. You, oh yeah. You never watch any of it? No. Whenever anybody talks about it, I'm just like, ah, ha, ha. And then I just don't say anything. Wow. Okay. So our next episode is going to be. Uh, Nicole watching the whole series Did and then like, giving us her opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Any Disney like show growing up? It's because the Disney shows for me were on. They were on like some of them were in in the morning, right? Like they were showing on cable in the morning, mm-hmm. and that was when my mom and I would go grocery shopping on the weekends. So oh. I never saw it. I would Any just get of them? not really. Like I would get back and like that's so Raven would be on, so I'd catch a little bit of it. Oh, like Wizards of Waverly Place. No. Never watch Wizards. Oh. <gasps> That was Selena, Selena Gomez's peak. Yeah, people bro. laughed. People laughed her character. Like she was such a good. No, her her. She, she's such a good. She character. defined a whole generation of yeah. people. And like hmm. her, I guess her personality was very like I don't know relatable. Yeah. And people started to like behave like it almost. And like I actually saw a trend on Twitter recently, and people were actually talking about some of the things they learned from the show, or some of the things that. Uh, what was their character's name again? Alex. Alex did that they mimicked in real life. Like how she said she doesn't run. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't run too. But I never realized it was because of her that I don't run. I was like, wow, this is impressive. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. That's crazy. So you never even watched like Hannah Montana? Nope. <gasps> that is oh my God. I'm so sorry, Nicole. I wish, I, I, like... could, I wish I could see the faces that they're making at me right now. Hannah Montana? That's that's like the show that made Disney as big as it did. Agreed. I'm sure it Agreed. did. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> oh my Agreed. goodness! It was so big. It was so big. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Ghana, and it was like probably one of the, <laughs> no, it was probably one of the most popular shows in Ghana. So you know that should tell you how big it was. Wow, who is that? That's Dylan. That's Dylan. We're still looking yeah. at Dylan Sprouse pictures. <laughs> he doesn't look. No, let me show you this picture of him though. Um, from September with him and his boo. He looks his good. Boo? His new girlfriend? No, he's been with Barbara. Oh, for it's years. Barbara. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, aside from Dylan and Cole Sprouse, and I call them Sprouts. <laughs> um, aside from them and Disney and all the other shows that we could easily talk about, mm-hmm. uh, do we want to make any last statements about all of this? All the homies hate Ross. All the homies hate Ross. Uh. Yes, like I don't hate him. Hate is a strong word, but it's 
explain with one word your feelings towards Ross. Dislike. It's gentle. It is. It's gentle. Because hate is strong. Hate Irritating. Just, Irrit- yes. Hate, hate is little finger. <laughs> okay, hate is little finger. You but, hate little finger? Oh my God. Little finger is so annoying. But <laughs> Ross is, I dislike Ross. So that's the difference for you. That's you know a I mean? man who needs therapy. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. definitely. That whole episode with Sandy with the Pretty Prince Jr. Where he's the nanny. No. And he's like, he's a lit, he's not, effeminate isn't the right word, but he's just like very secure in his masculinity. So when he comes in to babysit Emma, he's like doing the voices or he like cooks. Oh, and, you know what I'm talking about? I, I remember now. And yes. It makes Ross really uncomfortable because he's like, it, it's weird the way he's acting with Emma. And Rachel's like, Emma loves him. She's doing really good. I don't understand why you're upset. Like, is it yeah. just because he's comfortable with who he is? And so they, he ends up talking to him and he tells him, like, it's just because my dad never, like, he never oh, let me be yeah, yeah, like yeah, I that. Remember that. So I just, I get uncomfortable when I see people doing that. And so Sandy talked to him about it. And, and then, then he, he fired crying. him. No, he, no, wait, Sandy left. I think he... Didn't he fire him? No, he fired him before he actually opened up. Sandy was like... I understand. You want to talk about it? And then uh, oh. he opened up to Sandy and he's actually crying on Sandy's shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious. But and then he goes and hires uh, some woman who's just very attractive oh, to babysit yes. Emma. Okay, I, did, I do remember this Not one. qualified at all. Sandy was like incredibly qualified to be taking care of a child. And that woman wasn't qualified at all. She was just pretty. And Rachel is like reasonably upset. Yeah, for sure. Real quick. Do we have a favorite Friends episode? Oh, yes. Easy. Dylan. The one where Joey... Oh, it's two. It's all Joey. First one, I'm not sure if it's... I don't think the same episode, but the first one was where Joey was expecting to win an award, so he had this whole speech practice. <laughs> he didn't win it, and he went up on stage to receive the award. No, actually, he was, he was presenting the award or something like that. And he accepted the, the prize on the person's behalf mm-hmm. and still fi- found a way to give his speech. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> The second favorite episode is the one where he goes on a date and I, I guess the girl was eating off his plate. Oh, yeah. He hated it so much. And then I think later he, he ate from her plate. He said, I'm not even sorry. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah, he ate her cake. Yeah, he did. It's like, I'm not even sorry. He's got the chocolate like, on his face. Oh, my God. Oh, I love okay, Joey. Yeah, my so two favorite really episodes. That, mm-hmm. Those episodes like make me laugh nonstop. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, honestly. It's been a minute since I watched the show. <laughs> Oh. Not like me that watches it most every day. What about you? What's your favorite episode? I think my favorite episode, just because like I love the cast so much. I think that everybody, like especially in the later seasons, like you perfect your character. Yeah. And you perfect their mannerisms and the way that they act and talk and like the little nuances that they have. Yeah. Uh, the one where no one's ready, the episode, it's, a, it's like a bottle episode. It has nothing to do with the rest of the season. You can take it out and it would be good. Whatever. But it's where Ross has a thing, to, like a whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we have to be ready at like 8.30. And Phoebe comes in and she's ready, but she spills something on her shirt. So she has to try to cover it up. Monica makes an embarrassing message and sends it to Richard. And she's trying to figure out how to cover that up. Uh, Rachel can't decide what to wear. And Joey and Chandler are fighting over the seat. Oh, okay, yes. And I that's remember when he puts. Line. That's when Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes, and he's like, "Look at me, I'm Chandler." 
Could I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> I remember that. I that remember one's that my favorite because, like, they function like the ensemble is just so good in that episode. Yeah. Like everybody really is. Like, it's one of those episodes where you just like pitch it and you can see exactly how it would turn out. You're just like, yeah, all they need to do is get there on time. They can't. And I love it. That's my favorite episode. Auto episodes are just the best. Like they just they show you how good the characters and the actors that you have like are for that specific show. So I feel like Friends is a good example of shows that have good bottle episodes and shows that have bad bottle episodes. Because some of the there's an episode, I think it's in the later seasons where it's like it's just it's literally just flashbacks. To the earlier seasons, yes. you know what I'm talking See, about. I hate yes, those episodes. Yes, yes. I'm just that gonna one say is that. Horrible. I agree. I agree. They were just being lazy forgot. at that point. They were being really lazy yeah. at that point. That's, they, that's, they didn't shoot for three days, no, and that no. was all they could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's how it was. It's like because I I binged the whole series like uh, two years ago, and so like I was like I just watched this like two weeks ago. Why are you like telling me how I, what happened again? Like I get if you have watched it like nine years ago, but like I just saw this. I don't understand. That one's bad. And then you have like the one where no one's ready or you have the one where like they think about how their lives would have been different if Rachel married Barry. Uh, what was it? Phoebe took the job as a stockbroker. Yeah. And Ross stayed with Carol. That's her name. Mm. Her name is Carol. Carol and Susan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's good. I like um. it. I think it's good. I I think this probably fits into the thing you mentioned earlier about people watching like while it's being filmed. I feel like for people like that, they probably would appreciate the throwback or flashback mm-hmm. or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, then it's been like what eight or seven years since they last saw it. But for us, it feels very lazy. It feels like we already saw this, so that's like probably for those people that were probably. It's because we can binge it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that has a major impact on the way that we, like, view the show. Agreed. Because, like, we're not watching it for nine seasons and then watching, or nine years and then watching Joey and Rachel get together. Yeah. We're watching it in, what, a few weeks? And they get together and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the natural progression of the show. Yeah. It's just odd to me. <sighs> it really is. <laughs> so we all agree that those are, like, our least favorite episodes? What? The like bad the, the bottle. Flash, oh, the bad bottle episodes. Yes. 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 Okay, cool. Least favorite, the bad bottle episodes. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll agree with you with the bo- the good bottle episode <laughs> when they're taking forever to get ready and they <laughs> can't get ready. Yeah, that, I remember that one very clearly now. Very good episode. Yeah. I think that this went for a lot longer than I thought it would, which is good. We had a good, we had conversation. A good conversation. Yeah. We had only one tangent, which was way less, which, well, yeah, way less than I thought we would. Um, we saw some pictures and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> uh, before we go, where can we find y'all if you want to see more? You have Instagram, YouTube, uh, whatever. My Instagram is at Marie V, like little V, uh, Renhel, R-A-N-G-E-L. Uh, I do photography, and I'm a film student, so hit me up for either thing. <laughs> You can't find me on social media, <laughs> but you will see me in the CMA building most days. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm a black guy with blonde hair, so. <laughs> yeah, you'll see him. Uh, yes, you will see me. 
Same. I'll link all y'all's uh, socials or whatever. Not Dylan's, but I'll link. Uh, at CMA. Yeah, at CMA <laughs> location uh, in the description if you all want to follow him. Highly encourage uh, comments down below. Do you agree with anything that we've said? What do you like and dislike about what we said? Do you agree with any of the points that we made? Do you like Ross? I'd love to know. Why? And if you want to fight us about it. Oh, yeah. Um, come through. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> we'll answer. We'll I answer. will respond to all the comments. Uh, whatever you think, just leave it down below. Even if you just want to like lay some slander, that's fine on Ross. I won't accept any other slander. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.